AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Talk, 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 talk. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, AJ. Hey, y'all. It's Tam Bam. I love y'all per usual. <laughs> How was your weekend? <laughs> My weekend was good. I didn't really do much of nothing. I went to a, a charity event um, at the Spectrum Arena. Uh, for the Boys and Girls Club, and it was like a cocktail attire mixer. It's a bunch of black folks. It was nothing but women in there, no men, really. So it was a dub. I sent a little $20 to the Boys and Girls Club and <laughs> got my ass on. <laughs> Damn, why the men ain't showing up? What's that about? Where they mm-hmm. be at? It was, it was for every 10 women, there was one man. And the bitches had bad attitudes. I don't know what's wrong with these women sometimes. Girl, we be fake caring about shit. I like. I was just trying to walk by. It was this group of girl, women, and I was just trying to walk to the bar, and I, and I said, "Excuse me," and the bitch didn't want to move. Girl, like, girl, what? What are you trying to prove with your ugly ass? 
So I was like, I said, excuse me. And the host still didn't move. So her friend, who was standing there too, finally scooted out the way so I could get by. So then I go by and I'm like, it's always the ugly ones. Now you trying to get damn jumped at the damn mixer. <laughs> the hell? I'm not, I was just trying to get by. I wasn't trying to start nothing. I really was just, I was polite. I was like, excuse me. It wasn't like nasty. It wasn't like move bitches because I'm coming through. It wasn't like that. Right. So why are you standing in the way on purpose? Like you're just being a bitch. Yeah. And we're here for the Boys and Girls Club, and this is how you behaving? Yeah. You know, he I kind of understand understand sometimes when people be like, black women got attitudes. We do be having attitude problems. Okay? Yeah. A black woman be the first one to damn near want to hit your ass when you just trying to cross the street. Like, niggas going to stop. White people going to stop and let you walk across. But black women, they going to zoom so you can't walk across the street. I don't do that. What is the problem? I don't know. What is the problem, y'all? And I definitely experienced that in the gym. The white girls be rushing to tell your ass hi because, bitch, we see each other every day. But black mm-hmm. women, can I get some eye contact so I can tell you hi, please? I don't know what you're talking about because I don't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, y'all, we need to work on that. We need to be nice to each other. There's no reason. We should be each other's greatest allies. Yeah. So stop acting like that. Ugly ass girl. <laughs> oh, it's even worse when you see people like you went to high school with. And I actually had somebody tell me once that they didn't know if they could speak to me or not. What? What did that mean? I don't know. If you fucking know me, why would you walk past me and not give me some type of eye contact so I know that you see me to acknowledge me and I can say, hey, girl, or hey, dude, I ain't seen you since high school. Like, right. I was not a bitch in high school. A little bit. Like. But not really. <laughs> I'm confused why the fuck people feel like they can't talk to me. Right. I remember I came across this one nigga in the club. He was like, you still bougie. I'm, I approached him like, hey, so-and-so, I ain't seen you in a while. Mm, you still people bougie. People be fucking crazy, man. What? Girl. Did you think I was going to change, nigga? <laughs> exactly. Bougie for life, bitch. Because <laughs> it's definitely bougie. Bouge ghetto over here, all right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess you be shitting on motherfuckers in your adolescence and adulthood, y'all. And you just mm-hmm. don't even know it. Yeah. But look, y'all. I can't handle it. It's, it's motherfucking Gemini season, all right? Tammy can, Tammy can fuck with the uh, cancers next month. But, y'all, it's Gemini season. I'm excited. Gemini season started on June 22nd. So, look, your celebrity Gemini's. Who birthday is this week? Bitch. Naomi Campbell kicked it off for us on the 22nd. Okay. Crazy. <laughs> look, 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 look. <laughs> Mel B. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy Spice. Go ahead. Oh, that bitch name is Crazy Spice. Imagine that. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think that's her name. I think it's like uh, Sporty or Baby or Scary. Oh, it's Scary Spice. You're right. Same shit. But that makes sense because crazy. <laughs> Laverne Cox. I ain't, even, I ain't even gonna go there, <laughs> but just you know, you know. <laughs> Yo, look, I knew you was gonna laugh at that shit, bitch. I saw that rundown. I was like, all on food look. <laughs> yeah, but happy birthday, y'all, bitches! It's Gemini season. I'm excited. Uh, my birthday's on the eighth. I can't wait. I ain't doing shit though. Same thing. I ain't do this weekend either. So don't even ask me. Nothing. Still recovering. Voice sound like shit, but we out here. So she lying. She gonna do something. 
Yeah, I am going to do something this weekend. I might be. But she not going to tell y'all what it is. <laughs> She's going to come back here and be like, I didn't do nothing for my birthday. I sat in the garden with my mom. I'm going to start. Girl, you a motherfucking lie. Oh, girl, I do want to. You mentioned garden. I want to build a fairy garden. You ever seen it? A... What's a fairy garden? It's like, you know, uh, you set up your little plants or whatever, and you put, like, little fairy houses and stuff. It's, like, for the fairies to come visit. You might lead, a, lead them some cookies or some shit out there. Like a real-life fairy you garden. Feed the, if you want to feed the ants, just say that. <laughs> it's a real-life fairy garden, girl. I'm about to start tapping into this fairy magic on you hoes. Yeah. Oh, Lord, y'all. <laughs> this bitch going to build a house for Tinkerbell in the backyard. Actually, the uh, the Twa people in Africa, like, they real small people. Like, in Greek mythology, like, they're the fairies, the Twa people. they like, the shortest people. Bye. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> oh, all right, so stupid internet news, y'all. Coming right up. <laughs> Let's take a break. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts That's the real thing. Girl, if you get your motherfucking ass, I ain't never seen no person that was the size of my finger. They not that small, girl, but they just like shorter than the average people. Like, you know, five foot or less. All of them, even the men. Um, They ain't gonna fit in them little houses you put in your backyard. <laughs> Look, they turn into <laughs> little small little fairies. Anyway, y'all, Young Thug and Gunna in fucking trouble, dog. These niggas... Yeah, they um, in real trouble. Yeah, so um, so Young Thug is coming up for his second bond hearing on June 2nd. Um, he was denied the first time. Um, Gunner was just denied, and they're saying they set a trial for him for January 23rd. Like, I think we mentioned this... 2023. Yeah, 20, sorry. January 2023. That shit is fucking ludicrous but i do think, next year yes i ain't no music this summer from gonna the they better have some unless they can do like off of um what's that show empire where um lucius was making songs from jail he made a whole album for the prison <laughs> niggas be doing that shit that should be fire i'm pretty sure they got a little something in their catalog they haven't released yet they, they can release mm -hmm. it's a sad Damn, state of affairs i hate it for them me too and you know, my conspiracy theory shit now. Y'all saw a couple months ago for Young Thug's birthday, his manager gifted him, like, I don't know how many acres of land. And that nigga was talking about building a community on this land. I don't know. I mean, maybe they don't want niggas building communities and civilizations around this bitch. I just don't know. Okay? But I feel bad for them. But I really also know that Niggas really be thinking they Scarface out here. Like, Scarface the movie got niggas' head fucked up. You mm -hmm. really, they really get the check and still want to be, like, the mob boss. Are y'all dumb? I can imagine right. them ordering little niggas around to do little dirty shit in the city. I can imagine that. Because they still want, like, one foot in, one foot out. You got the check now. Ain't that what it was for? When I was in my 20s, I felt like the rappers just rap. They didn't live the life that they rapped about. They were just entertainers. These niggas is really doing the shit they rapping about, which I don't understand because why are you putting it in the song? Like, you're just giving them people a case. 
Yeah, they ain't got to do no work. They ain't even got to work for it no more. Nope. All they got to do is listen to your album, and now they know everything you did. Yep. Now, they lucky the feds didn't um, pick, hasn't picked it up. It's state charges still, right? So I know for a fact that the state want money, okay? The feds want information. So they might be able to pay their way out of this shit. They might come out broke as fuck on the other end. But they may be able to pay their way out of this. They got to take, I feel, I feel like more people should take shit to trial. And stop taking plea uh, bargains with these white folks. A lot of times when they be offering them pleas, sometimes they don't even have nothing on your ass. You just scared not knowing what they got. And you. But I done seen a lot. I done seen niggas like, I'm going to take the trial instead of taking that plea. And now they sitting down for double the time they would have if they took the plea bargain. We They say when the feds come for you, the feds really have cases, right? They know what they talk mm-hmm. about. I know at least five niggas who took conspiracy charges to trial and them niggas beat the charges so get a good lawyer these niggas got the money for it and we talk about state charges maybe they can't i don't know i feel i feel bad for them but i know stupid niggas like them in real life like i do feel bad for them and i know stupid niggas like that too. <laughs> i be watching them on social media posting <laughs> posting they little <laughs> their little life away Girl, you knew one in real life that you tried to fucking pre-warn, remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, it was this nigga, and I was like, look, I'm telling you, my nigga, you doing too much. I was like, he passed me the weed. I'm like, bruh, you doing too much on social media. You need to relax. Real nigga shit. Bruh, the next day, the next day they kicked this door in. I was like, damn, not my nigga. Not my nigga. <laughs> And he been gone ever since. I ain't seen him since. Shame. And then somebody sent me a message from his Instagram talking about put some money on his book. Pardon me? I knew that wasn't him. <laughs> I knew that wasn't him. Why? Because so the nerve of him to ask you? He would never. Man, let me tell you. Yeah, he, when motherfuckers fucked up, girl, they definitely going to ask whoever they think got it. Okay? People be aggressively even, broke. Right. But even the way that he was communicating with me, I knew it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Like he don't, you don't talk like that, but they really probably wanted what? to give you his information to send the money to. No, <laughs> <laughs> look, not ain't me. No way, boy. Ain't no way, boy. Ain't, ain't no way, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, Dave Chappelle's attacker reveals what triggered him at the Hollywood Bowl. So now this man from jail, because he's still still in prison, he's still in jail, explained why um, he was just felt so inclined to hop up on stage and attack and Dave try Chappelle. to kill yes. Dave Chappelle. Yes, because his jokes. Yes, he said I wanted him to know that next time he should consider first running his material by the people it could affect. He says I identify as bi- bisexual, and I wanted him to know what he said triggered. me. I mean, excuse me. He wanted him to know that what he said triggered him. Um, it doesn't tell. I don't know what the joke was. So kill him? Right. And then he said, it also says Lee, who was once homeless, added he was also triggered by another joke Chappelle dueled out about homelessness, explaining, I'm, a, I'm also a single dad and my son is five. It's a struggle. And I wanted Dave Chappelle to know it's not a joke. Come on, man. So we attacking celebrities now. We attacking comedians when they make jokes about fucking real life shit. Like, you're not exempt from this pimping. Right. Imagine, like, 
I, I really think that, and I hope not, uh, the Will Smith and Chris Rock situation, I hope it hasn't opened up like Pandora's box. And when somebody feels slighted in a crowd just based off a joke, or maybe the comedian directs the joke directly at the person on the first row. We jumping on stage and, and fucking hitting them now? Well, if y'all do that, y'all see what happened to that nigga. They folded that nigga up like a fan. Like, in a real way. <laughs> right. So, go ahead and jump your ass up there if you want to. That nigga was bent the fuck up. <laughs> Why his elbow facing forward, goddamn? <laughs> Yo. oh, y'all better sit y'all ass back and laugh or don't laugh. Carry your ass home in one piece. <laughs> they definitely beat his ass. Uh, they was waiting. I felt like they was waiting on the nigga to jump their stupid ass up there after that Will Smith. They probably like had those to... discussions. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if one right. day somebody... <laughs> they probably was back there, like, uh, drinking uh, pre-workout. What's that shit y'all be drinking before you C4? work out? <laughs> like, I wish one of these motherfuckers would. And my baby mama done pissed me off exactly. this morning. I'm going to crack a nigga head today if they do something stupid. <laughs> Hey, but imagine them jumping up all at once. You know how shit be just getting shuffled around when motherfuckers be trying to move quick? <laughs> motherfuckers <Right>. be like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what they look like they did to his ass. That boy neck was twisted back. Look, y'all be careful out here. Don't be fucking with them comedians. They got big niggas in the back. Right. Dave Chappelle is worth a lot of money. His security, mm -hmm. them niggas is doing overtime on your ass. Just know that. Right. They definitely clocked <laughs> in on that nigga. <laughs> what do you think about Khloe Kardashian wedding? Did you see the photos? It looked right for them people. <laughs> uh, Travis Barker, he, he like a, you know, rock guy. I don't know much about them. I know all I know about that man was he was in a plane crash and survived. But he do look like the type that would have like the wedding they had. So, he a vampire. Kudos to him. Did, it, did anybody else survive the plane crash? Everybody on the plane survived. Oh. <laughs> they all been vampires <laughs> then. Man, that's like a big-ass fucking ritual on the side of a mountain. It was. You didn't think it was pretty? I mean, the mountain was pretty. Absolutely. The mountain was pretty. That red carpet was fucking walking through a sea yeah. of blood for me. Okay? Oh, <laughs> the fucking God. dress. That she had on. I don't, the white dress or the black the dress? The white dress. And it's mm -hmm. like real gothic-like. And I don't recall her being that person. So it's like, is, are you now transitioning into somebody else? You know how that go, because this nigga I'm fucking with is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> and he said he was going to give me a jersey. And I'm going to wear it, too, because I like him. So <laughs> Now you a Cowboys fan? <laughs> but, but I know as soon as I post a picture, I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do. As much shit as I done talked about the Cowboys over the years. <laughs> So I get it, Courtney. If you paint your fingernails black now, bitch, I get it. Girl, ain't no nigga can convert me to a fucking Cowboys fan. Stand <laughs> up. <laughs> we can the knees. Yeah, yes, I am, bitch. This nigga is nice. <laughs> He's nice to me. Ain't none of y'all feeding me. This nigga been feeding me all week. Blue and what's the colors? Blue and white. I'm aware. Yep. Shame. So. Show is. I ain't gonna buy none of it. I let him buy it, but I'm gonna put that shit on if he buy it. Yeah. That wedding was it looks like a ritual to me. Yeah, y'all know how I feel about that type of shit. And uh people were questioning whether or not they were Catholic. No, the motherfuckers got their own church. I wonder what the damn strip should be like in there. 
Who got their own church? The Kardashians. Their mama owns a church in California. Oh, and who? what kind of church is it? I don't know. I don't think it's Scientology. I know it ain't no Catholic damn church, but she has a church, which to me could be, I mean, that's a smart business move, you know, because it's nonprofit. You can hide money in churches. You can wash money in churches. That type of thing. But the motherfuckers on another level. And I'm with that. I mean, I'm with, I'm saying it's a ritual. Like, I'm not against doing rituals. Right? But them mm-hmm. motherfuckers definitely be in- energy harvesting. I don't give a damn what nobody says. So I looked at the picture, like, for two seconds, and I said, that shit can't get too much of my damn energy. The Kardashians, period, can't get too much of my damn energy. No. Because they definitely... I want some skims, though. I ain't gonna lie. You saw what uh, Erica Badu said Erica about them Badu panties? Said yeah. They said she felt like she didn't have no and pissed in them. I mean, I just don't wear oh. panties like that anyway. I did buy just, I did buy um, one of the, like, control tops, the skims. Mm-hmm. And that shit was not... That shit was rolling the fuck up. It wasn't... You got it too small. It wasn't too small, though. If it roll up. I feel like all of those things do that, no matter what size I try. They just don't, um, they don't fit properly. Yeah. It was like one of the thong ones that come up right under your boobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The control top Look, thong. I can understand the back fat rolling that bitch down. I understand that part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like no control top, nothing. That shit is uncomfortable. Anytime I put something like that on, I end up taking it off in the bathroom and putting it in the trash can <laughs> once I'm drunk. <laughs> Fuck this, I can't breathe, bitch. <laughs> Bitches' panties definitely be in the trash in the club, dog. I be I know it. mine. If I wear one of them waist trainers, uh, them motherfucking bulletproof vest, and that motherfucker's going in the trash. <laughs> I spent too much money on my Spanx, girl. One of my Spanx costs $168. I'll be damned mm-hmm. if I put my shit in the trash in the fucking club. Trash that shit. Hell no. I will. Mad <laughs> that I got it on. Fuck this, I ain't never wearing this bullshit again in my life. Where am I putting myself through this? <laughs> they gonna get this gut. Fuck them. <laughs> I heard they like the gut. I don't know. Niggas definitely be like, poking at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't never had no nigga complain about this little pocket. Right. It's a love pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, Niggas be snuggled right up against that meat. What you think about... <laughs> <laughs> What you think about these motherfucking monkeypox? Girl, I I was reading about that shit this morning. It had scared me a little bit because I saw it was a picture and it looked like really gross. But the it's not like airborne. You have to come in contact with someone who has it, or you have to touch a lesion or touch something that they have touched. So it's not as contagious as like COVID, where you gotta breathe it in. Look, it sounds a little herpesish to me. I mean, yeah, it's giving it's giving chickenpox. It's giving body herky. Uh, yes. Yeah. Did you have chicken pox as a kid? Mm-hmm. I got a scar on my forehead right now. Everybody got a scar, like a face. I don't have no scars on my face. I think I got, like, one on the back of my leg, but I got chicken pox from my cousin when we was kids. Like, everybody had... It looks like chicken pox to me. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my male friends uh, here, he just had shingles. And that's all... All it is is, like, different variants of herpes, the herpes virus yeah shingles yeah. chicken pox herpes like monkey pox mm-hmm. y'all want to know pox. what i think now that's what we don't want to no hell no small pox take niggas out mm-hmm. for real i really feel like all of these 
old ass diseases or new shit. It's a a motherfucking side effect of the vaccines. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. If you ask, get some monkeypox and check into that. (laughs) They gonna keep saying, oh, there's all these different variants of COVID coming out. Nah, nigga, it's side effects of people having been vaccinated. All these old ass uh, diseases popping back up. People who cancer was in remission before all of a sudden they got cancer again after they had cancer in 15 years at a high rate. I'm not saying that that can't happen, right? But it's like it at a higher rate now. This shit is wild. And then, you know, what's even more um, alarming to me, I read an article that says CDC um, officials sound alarmed for gay and bisexual men as monkeypox spreads in the community. Imagine that we tried to get away from the stigma of attaching the HIV virus virus to the gay and homosexual community, right? But now y'all doing it again blatantly with this monkeypox shit. That's real. But what if? Well, what if it is though? What if it is uh, more attached to gay men? We, you know, we want them to be alert. Alert. You know, we don't want to like not not notify them. Like, yo, shit going around in your community a little crazy right now. That's they put an Be article aware. out yesterday. If you see that nigga? Them is nazis. Don't touch that nigga. Yep. Yeah, the, uh, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention on Monday alerted gay and bisexual men that monkeypox appears to be spreading in the community globally, warning people to take precautions if they have been in close contact with someone who may have the virus and to be on the lookout for symptoms. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do you know? All I got to say is use the condom, people. I know they ain't got nothing yeah. to do with smallpox, <laughs> but I just throw it in there. <laughs> just a reminder to throw it in yeah, there. Yeah, because we talk about skin contact at this point. It's not a sexually transmitted yeah. disease. It's like it's not. skin contact. It's, okay, so it's June, Juneteenth coming up. Walmart just pulled this goddamn uh, ice cream, this Juneteenth ice, ice cream off the shelves after getting a lot mm-hmm. of backlash. And, you know, I saw comments online like people was like, no, I wanted to try it. Are y'all dumb? Yeah, what? it was trademark. Juneteenth was trademark on that um, box. I don't know how I felt about that. Because w- once you see that TM on the side, that, that means it's trademark. So did Walmart uh, trademark the word Juneteenth? We can look it up. We can look know. up the uh, the UPSTO uh, on their site to see who has Juneteenth trademarked. I really would like then, to know because who, who's making money? It's a marketing tool now. Yeah, but I mean, that's any holiday. <laughs> any holiday let's keep it real any holiday that becomes an official holiday these uh large corporations are going to try to capitalize off of it it's no different than easter mother's day father's day they gonna make shit but they had i saw that they also had um some plates and napkins set which okay people have a party but i don't think they it, they uh talked to any black people about how they were going to market that because they said it's the freedom for me it's the freedom for me that's what the place. That's what says. it said. Yeah. <laughs> what, bitch? This is now. The, you know, ain't no black person would have said that. This. It's the freedom for me. This is a Girl. twilight zone. But they probably. But here's the crazy part: whoever created it probably thought they was doing something good. When I saw the ice cream, I my initial reaction was to go to Google and look up the um, executives for Walmart. I wanted to know who the fuck was on a board. 
No black faces, mm-hmm. no diversity. This is when dumb shit like this happens. It's no diversity over there. They might have black no. people in lower level positions, but not the decision makers, because they ain't no way y'all think this okay. Uh, yeah. Girl, I'm annoyed with Walmart. I don't even like they dusty ass anyway. Ugh. No, I, they, um, I shop I there, but from, I, I don't like I, it. <laughs> I, only, I ain't been to Walmart in a long time, but I also use Instacart at this point, so I don't really go outside for grocery shopping anymore. But if I do, I don't buy anything around the outside of Walmart, only the inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the middle, because it's going to be cheaper and it's going to be the same products as Publix. But like my meat and vegetables and stuff like that, I go to like Whole Foods right. or Publix. Not knocking anybody who shop at Walmart. I'm not saying I'm better than y'all or nothing. I'm that scared of great value. The great value branded stuff. I be feeling like they got a little extra something in there for people who can't afford the name brand shit. They just can put a little extra something in there for your ass. I, I'm scared mm-hmm. of Walmart, honestly. I don't know. Yeah. I shop at Walmart. I prefer Target. Like, I'll go. Really, actually, where I live, Walmart is not convenient for me to even go there. So. Walmart is a scary place. I don't care what nobody says. Even the people that be in there be scary. Like, I That's always get followed about. in Walmart. Like, you on one aisle. You keep saying the, seeing the same nigga following you from aisle to aisle, looking down the aisle. It's always some weird shit like that. That happens to me in any I feel Walmart. like every time I go to Walmart, I got a fart. And then I be in the aisle and I fart. And then somebody walk up right after I fart. And I be like, damn. No, Big Lots. Big Lots and Dollar shame. Tree does that to me. Why? Why do I got to fart That's when so I come weird. here? And you swear you by yourself. Then here come this nigga. <laughs> Boy, I, all right, get this fart, dude. It's your nosy ass. <laughs> particular places make you want to fart i swear big lots give me gas i'm confused <laughs> it's, it's it's walmart for me it's the freedom for Be me lighting that damn aisle up <laughs> getting my cleaning products <laughs> mm, this is stupid okay <laughs> let me scurry on the aisle tw- 12 i don't even know why i'm on the left oh look Soon as somebody else coming to aisle, you fold your face up like the fart was already there when you when you came on that right. aisle. Like you ain't doing it. Like, oh girl, you smell that. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, that's I know that's you, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Anything else happen? Um, Did you see uh where Chris Brown, some girl was on a podcast and she was saying that at Chris Brown's house, they were like, basically, if you ain't sucking and fucking, you might as well get the trucking. They was they kept on rhyming. I just and that. it was like they were talking about like basically asking the women to leave if they weren't having sex. So she left, but then Chris Brown replied like, "That was probably one of the ones I passed to my friends. I wasn't even, you know, wow. she wasn't even for me." Look, he just concurred the, with the shit they was talking. basically bitch y'all know what time it is right y'all think y'all just gonna go to some of these celebrity men house that's just netflix and chill like in a real way they be wanting to fuck well i would yeah but that's kind of gross it is gross i mean i get it they're gross people (laughs) right but i hope if y'all bitches is staying them (laughs) niggas was paying (laughs) 
Don't be out there. <laughs> Don't be out there fucking these niggas for clout. At least if you're going to do it, get paid for it. I really feel like majority of the time they be staying, getting smashed up just to say they did it. And that's really Girl, weird Girl, that's me. stupid. <laughs> that's weird to me. Right. Get some money. A pack of cigarettes or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ew. Ew. I don't like I dick that much. I don't like dick me that neither. much. I don't like, like. I need to feel special. Yeah. You need to make me feel special. The hell? Why would I want to do it to you? Because you run it. But I'm grown, grown. I guess, like, if you're 22 and you've been watching Chris Brown your whole life, you might, like, not want to leave so you're willing to bust it wide open. I don't know. Get paid, sis. That's all I'm going to say. Don't stay. Don't fuck for clout. You ever read that book, The Coldest Winter Ever? Mm-hmm. You remember when she went to that party in the book and she ended up fucking the wrong nigga because the lights was off? She thought she was smashing, like, the 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 rapper. You know what I'm saying? And when she mm-hmm. realized who she actually fucked, it was, like, security. Damn, she don't love herself. <laughs> <laughs> no, let these hoes tell her they're sexually liberated. Girl, Mm-hmm. Just admit that you be mismanaging your vagina sometimes. Like, it's okay. Right. And do better okay. next time. We have a segment for that. So it's okay. <laughs> so that's them dumb bitch stories. Right. Because y'all really acting like y'all uh, being smart this summer. <laughs> right. Because y'all F F R E E for free. I like that song. I can't lie. I be like, ah, in the gym. But I can't sing it in public because I'm a grown ass woman. Right. <laughs> and we just avoiding fuck niggas like because everybody ain't a fuck nigga but we just avoiding them at this point in life mm-hmm. i like that song so i see yeah, sweetie too. hopped on there let's go i like that part. they was having fun in that video okay yeah yeah <laughs> pregnant and all <laughs> with no edges and all <laughs> hey see i uh, listen you said that joke i don't want to fight i ain't trying to stab nobody <laughs> Y'all, let's go to commercial. We'll be right back. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, y'all, we back. Listen, so um, your Lord and Savior, Kevin Samuels, was finally laid to rest um, Saturday, May 21st. I think we might have briefly mentioned him a couple of weeks ago when it first happened on an episode. Prior to his death. Yeah. No, we haven't spoken of his death. at all? Mm -mm. Damn. Okay. Well, we want to talk about the legacy of Kevin Samuels a little bit. Um for the remainder of the show and yeah what type of legacy did kevin samuels leave behind um it's a couple other things i also wanted to discuss regarding black women you know because um for whatever reason it just seems like everybody just thinks we have so much hate for this man after his death but all i see is black women keeping the same energy that's what you see 
Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't see nobody just blatant. Well, <laughs> look, if you put Kevin Samuel's name in Google, the first fucking YouTube video comes up is this girl. Her name is, uh, she has like a blog called Nosy Ho. Mm-hmm. Um, H-E-A-U-X, however you want to, however they spell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was going in on his funeral because the funeral, the, there's a YouTube video um, of his funeral. They live streamed it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, comments mm-hmm. it and all of that. So on Saturday when they, you know, buried him, they live streamed the service. And she was going in. See, all right, the sad part, all right, obviously it's sad that this man is gone, like, uh, you know, he's a loss. But what was what is more said to me is that we don't get to hear. There's a lot of men who agree with the things he has to say about women. And now they don't have that channel to express it. And now we can't hear it anymore. Cause I think it's important for us to hear these, these points of view, because if we don't, how are we going to fix it? Right. You know, well, the points of view or, okay. So you want to hear the points of view to fix stuff or you want to hear the points of view from certain type of men. So you can stay the fuck away from them. Which one? Both. Yeah. Both, yeah. you know? Um, I don't know if you guys know what an incel is. And um, personally, I believe that m- mostly male incels follow Kevin Samuels. So I'm going to read y'all what an incel is. An incel, um, it's an involuntary celibate. Okay. A member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually typically associated with views that are hostile toward women and men who are sexually active. Um, an online subculture of men who express rage at women for denying them sex and who frequently fantasize about violence and celebrate mass shooters and online discussion boards. This like the feds literally have people on high watch for, to, for being in sales. You know, the guy, the Brooklyn shooter, the guy who, shot up the um the um the subway station last month the black guy his youtube video was full of this type of activity his youtube channel was full of this type of activity he had like a um um an alias on on facebook same type of shit like this nigga was just mad because now here you are this 60 year old man who probably just never had access to the pussy you wanted you know what I'm saying? Right. He probably could get ratchet pussy. I always pussy. had to pay for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, men like to say women are um, shallow. I really feel like, and I think I said this before, I really feel like men are way more shallow than women. You can see, you could catch a, a fine-ass woman with an ugly dude any day, right? Because we like right. men for different reasons. But have you re- really ever seen, like, an, a highly attractive man with a super yes. unattractive woman? Yeah. How often though? It's not often. It's not. It's not as often. But I've seen like it used to be this uh, girl that worked with me, and she used to have like pimples just busting on her face while she talking, like, I mean, <laughs> like cystic just, acne, <laughs> like just exploding on her face in mid conversation. She <laughs> was but dodging pus. This, right. <laughs> you don't want to be rude, but you're trying to get out the way of the pus flying. But when I tell you this bitch had a fine-ass man, he was fine as hell. But he also was broke as hell. And she was had a bag and she was taking and care of him. And that's not the woman that he really wants. That's, not, that's what he can get. Even though he's fine, 
he doesn't want to show up to the woman he actually wants with nothing. So he sticks with her because she's accepting of it. Yeah. Okay. So you have these incels, like I said, the men who haven't had the opportunity to fuck who they wanted since high school. A lot of them followed Kevin Samuels' rhetoric. And Kevin Samuels wasn't even talking about them. Y'all not the high-value men that he was talking about. But they right. used his rhetoric. He probably to... would have, like, if y'all would have called in, he probably would have lit y'all ass up. Too. Yes, and he did. Right. Because we already know that the first, I don't know how many, Kevin Samuels has been on YouTube for a decade. But his, mm -hmm. re his rhetoric was geared towards men and helping them improve their image for the majority of the time. It wasn't until two years ago. Those last two years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when he got that one girl in there, and I always mention her because she wasn't asking for much. She made $100,000 as a pet groomer, and she just wanted a man mm -hmm. to also make that. Because I, what I do know is that I don't suggest any woman to just straight up struggle with a man. They're going to, a lot of times, this is why we see the rappers hate their first baby mama. Because that, guess what? That woman knows that nigga dirty draws. And they resent them bitches that know their struggle. They resent the women that saw them not be their best. And they get the, get the check and they go on and they buy the bitch that they always wanted. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. So, yeah, you can, yep. you can compromise. You can meet a man where he's at. But I feel like as a woman, like your main goal should be, able, should be to find the best suitable mate possible. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's what we do as women. But in the black community, for whatever reason, we're being asked to dumb our standards down so that these men can get pussy. No. And we doing it, too. Y'all better stop doing that shit. Yeah, because when they come over here to me and Tam, it's in fuck inflation. It's inflation over here. We need shit. Right, and now, the fuck? And now you mad. <laughs> yeah, because that bitch had coochie coupons. It ain't no coupons over here, girl. This, boy, this is Hermes. The no, fuck? Ain't no coupons. It's foreign. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it ain't no coupons starting out. But if you're doing right and doing good and treating me good and making me feel special and making me feel love, it might be some coochie coupons yeah. come shooting your way. <laughs> Check your email. <laughs> Check a spam box, nigga. <laughs> I remember one year I made my boyfriend a book of coupons, and it had all kind of different shit in it. It was like that's cute. Uh, one free head without uh, I can't remember what I was like. One uh, it just said like stupid shit like head with no conversation about it, just like right on the spot head or a bag massage or a foot rub. I like or, that. Ooh, and it was a book of coupons. <laughs> But I remember one time he had tried to pull out one of them dick sucking coupons in the middle of an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, fuck. I slapped that, that book. That shit expired, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't checked for the expiration date, nigga. You better read the fine print at the bottom. <laughs> and it cannot be combined with other offers, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it, though. That's cute. I like that. I had to honor my coupon book, but that was the maddest head I ever gave in my life. Like, pull your dick out. Pull it out. <laughs> no, you did not, did not get that nigga some angry head. Boy, he should have been scared. Yep. You know, imagine niggas be acting like they're scared of us, but they still eat from us. And y'all still let us suck y'all dick with these teeth. But y'all right. scared that we're going to do something to y'all. <laughs> you eat this food, nigga. I could have been poisoned your ass. Five years ago. 
Right. <laughs> oh, I know a girl who used to like not poison her boyfriend, but like kind of sleepy pills or something. Like, she used to put, I can't remember, like, I used to do her hair, this was years ago in England, and she was an island girl, some of y'all be crazy sometime, because she, uh, she used to put something in his food that would make him have to poop real bad. What? So he wouldn't want to go to the club. He had plans to go out, and she would, like, put a little castor oil or fish oil or something in the food, extra so he wouldn't want to go out. I'd be like, bitch, that is crazy. Stop doing that before you make that man sick for real. She like, he okay, girl. He okay. That was my island girl, imitation. She- <laughs> then she used to, one time she set him on fire in the bed. Oh, no. That bitch, I hope she in jail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope she in jail, too. I hope she in jail. Because she said she had poured alcohol on her stomach and then lit it while he was asleep. That's crazy. Well, I mean, alcohol That's, ain't going to, once the, once it's burned all the alcohol, it's not like the fire going to stay on you, but who does that? But that's like, yeah, somebody was, wake up to that, like, you not realize. You wake up and your stomach on fire? Leave that bitch alone. She, she was just, burning that nigga She need up. to be in the jail house, yeah. <laughs> oh, hell no. See? Not giving you bitches any ideas. And look, do I bet that. you she, he stayed with her for a long time. You know why? Because niggas love crazy. Mm-hmm. If you being cool, they might be married with kids now. Yes, if you being cool, calm, collected, and sweet, niggas do not like that shit, dog. You got to show a little crazy, not like don't set a nigga on fire, <laughs> but just threaten to. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Oh, so, what kind of legacy you think Kevin Samuels left? Like. Do you think, like, I saw a fucking club on Clubhouse called the Samuelites. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like the Israelites? Yes. Damn, this nigga biblical. Yo. What a- but the fact that he has that big following, which means that there is a large amount of men who agree with his ideals. But it and wasn't, he didn't, he didn't get popular amongst the men until he was calling women big Shirley's though. Right, exactly. So that means there's a lot of men who are feeling resentment towards women for whatever reason, and we need to get to the bottom of what that is so we can come back together because we are very divided. And I think he didn't make make us more divided. I think he just was showing us how divided we really are, you know? So you think that that's why Kevin Samuels was put on earth? Mm-hmm. To show black men and women how divided we are. Yeah, at this point, he's just, he just illuminated what was already there. It wasn't like he created these people. These people already existed in these feelings that they had already existed. And all he did was shine a, shine a light on them. Mm, mm, shine a light on them. That's all he did. I don't know. You know, when I see videos like, um, you know, recently this black woman, um, this guy, he just finally got arrested, uh, I think, Saturday or Sunday over the weekend. This white guy in, in um, Jacksonville, he attacked this black oh, girl yeah. in the gas station. Did you mm-hmm. watch the video clip? I did see Did it. you realize there was a black man there? I did see that. You know, that's a and problem I, for I, me. Let me. Let me just say this. At first, I was like, he a weak-ass, bitch-ass nigga when I saw that because he didn't do shit. But then there's another part of me that felt like, what if he was scared? What if he not no fighter? 
you know, we can't just assume just because a man is a black man that he's automatically ready to stand up for black women. Some of these niggas is really just scared. You know, everybody ain't built with that warrior mentality. Everybody ain't built to be a savior. Or what if he was like, I got kids to live for. I can't get involved in other people's shit. You know, like, a, he only had a really quick second to even think about it. So I just, like, at first I was ready to, like, rake him over the coals, like, but then the, the other half of me is like, eh, you know, we don't know if this nigga can fight. He's like, man, he beating her ass. What he going to do to me? I am i can't fight at all. You're in a store. Pick up a mm-hmm. whole fucking shelf full of chips and clean the motherfucking register with that white boy. Yeah, I that's wouldn't, what I would I, listen, if I'm Listen, I would be all over that man like an ant, even if we both about to lose. I And I guess that's the warrior in me because I couldn't be – in a gas station and see a white man attack a black woman like that and, woman, and I'm not, not jumping. And just stand there. I'm jumping right. in. As a matter of fact, I don't have to fight. I'm going to the motherfucking car. I got two pistols in there. I'm coming back. I'm in there. my purse. <laughs> I'm going to pop. I'm going to pop. You said right there carrying that gun without a damn license to carry with a concealed Girl, weapon. Girl, why is you telling my <laughs> business to the streets? <laughs> I ain't say that part. <laughs> <laughs> but look, luckily we live in South Carolina and North Carolina because you don't need a, a, a license to carry. We can have that shit. You you don't need a like a concealed weapons permit. You could just have that shit on your person, however you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your ass is getting stewed in the gas station. Yeah. But I think this is what and I and I and I'll say that me as a black woman, I don't feel that I'm not protected, right? But as a collective, we aren't protected. I understand where how a lot of black women may feel like that. I pick protectors i pick niggas that's gonna set shit off if need be you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but when you out by yourself i mean it's nothing you could do so you gotta have some you have you have to have protection when i was in jamaica the fucking cleaning ladies came uh we was eating breakfast the cleaning ladies came out there laughing and carrying on because they was turning the bed up like making the bed up and stuff and they was like who slept on this side of the bed i'm like me girl they had my fucking knife <laughs> <laughs> they was laughing because I had a knife under the pillow. Like, motherfucker ain't gonna never catch me slipping, even while I'm asleep. You hear me? Right. I, you know, I was going to. I had a doctor's appointment uh, for my MS, and um, they they ask you all these questions about your mental health too. And um, she was like asking me how safe I felt, and I was like, well, I don't really feel safe. And she was like, oh, well, what do you do to like combat that? And I was like, well, I carry a gun. And I have a metal pole with a hook in it <laughs> by my bed. And <laughs> I have weapons, like, hidden, strategically paced, placed throughout my house. And she was like, you need to see a therapist. No. Like, you don't need all of that. She's like, just put a glass bottle in front of your door so if someone comes in, the bottle will break. And then what, bitch? Which, is she white? Hope they cut they, yeah. Hope they cut their feet in glass and like, oh, and then run out the door. You no, know, no, bitch, I got this shit all over the place. That's so insensitive because I can understand why white women feel protected in America. If the motherfuckers cry wrong, somebody coming. Okay? Right. We don't have that luxury. You know, we, we literally got to look over our shoulders at whoever. Black man, white man, Asian man, whoever. There's a lot of yeah, missing black women in America. Like, I... 
obviously we all need therapy, but because I don't feel safe and because I have weapons all over my house, that means I need therapy. Girl, get out of my face. There is a lot of missing black women in America and nobody's fucking looking for us. I'm not going to say that's the white man doing that because we already know that most crimes is happens, you know, to people in close proximity. Right. Mm -hmm. And we already also know that a lot of times things that happen to black women, it be, you know, by the hands of somebody they know personally. Right. And sometimes, you know, like this show, you get some scary DMs. Yep. Do you get scary DMs yes. sometimes? Like, and I leave the ass on yep. red. Not yeah. even red. I don't even, because usually it comes up in that request box. I don't say mm-hmm. nothing back. Yeah, man. People be kind of like creepy. You can't be too safe. You can't feel too safe. Black or white woman. Like, y'all might have this illusion of safety but y'all ain't exactly safe either mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so y'all better hide that knife next to the uh pillow <laughs> listen <laughs> i've never lived without having like in the couch i got a little something in there just in case this mm-hmm. is where they try to get me at in my car like i got a big dumbass knife with a compass on it <laughs> like just in case i get <laughs> lost bitch and <laughs> for real <laughs> So, you know, all right, so this pole I have by the bed, or you know how uh, when you're moving, they have the boxes where you could just hang all your clothes on it? Mm-hmm. It's like a wardrobe box, so you don't have to, like, fold the clothes. You just hang it up. So on the ends, it has, like, two hooks, the hook on the side of that box. So after I finished moving, I pulled a I was like, oh, this is a good weapon. <laughs> and I done kept it. <laughs> yeah, poke somebody eye out. Listen, you can- you hit somebody with that hook in, they go they go change their mind real quick. Like you know what, I don't even need to be here. Right? <laughs> she about to win. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna hurt you. That's all I know. I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna hurt you. I am going to hurt you. If you, yeah, if you're trying to hurt me or anyone I love, that is the goal. Yes, but I'm like I never have no desire to hurt nobody, and I hope I never have to use that hook, that hook in on nobody's ass, girl. Um, but it's just the world we live in. That girl was just trying to get gas, and she asked that man, "Could he back up off her?" Mm-hmm. And he hit, punched her in the face like ten times. <sighs> With black women under attack the way we are, we don't need a black man having a platform disparaging us we don't need it because what you're showing other community uh, communities of men that you don't protect us that you don't give a fuck about us and it doesn't matter what happens to us because we're loud obnoxious and all these different random ass things that they like to Fat, say like that means yes because the last uh the last recording um like one of the la- one of the last things kevin samuels was saying is that uh if you are um a black woman 35 or older you are leftovers that's what, you know, like your leftovers, don't nobody want you. That means nobody's checking for you. That means we don't have anybody to protect us, right, in his mind. I don't have a problem getting right. men. Never, ever had a problem getting men. So I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. And, I mean, I guess if it doesn't apply, let it fly. But as a collective, the shit was fucking dangerous. And, you know, the universe came through swiftly. God, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I, to all the incels out there, y'all niggas better be careful. Because if you run into me, I'm going to send you to your maker. I'm just Let's just make that clear. Um, and then we don't have the protections from the government as black people as a whole, period. Um, and I just wanted to put this out here because we're going to wrap up in a little bit. 
But I wanted to talk also, because we're talking about, you know, the protections of black people, protection of black men. Um, you know what I, oh, let me take this back right quick. You know what I looked up last night? Because I was trying to figure out, you know, what's the up current update and nobody's talking about it. You know, Brittany, uh, what's her name? Um, Brittany Griner, the, the WNBA mm-hmm. star. Do you realize mm-hmm. she's still, she has still, she's still in custody in Russia since February. Yeah. No updates. Nobody's thinking about her. Nobody's talking about her. Like, she could very well be a prisoner of war right now. They said, um, like, I think her team made a mural on the basketball court for her, and that was supposed to do something, child. I mean, we already know that WNBA doesn't, is not as powerful as the NBA. You let LeBron James have been fucked up over there. They, they would, they, LeBron James would be home. They have a motherfucking Top Gun on the way out there. <laughs> they fuck want to go to war with Russia over LeBron James. Right. That man makes them a lot of money. They're sitting Tom Cruise motherfucking <laughs> ass on a plane. On a boat, bitch. <laughs> on a speedboat. Okay. <laughs> they would have somebody oh, building a little tunnel under the jail to get him out there like Chapo. Like, mm-hmm. this, this would really be happening. But because this is... And this is over a vape, y'all. Yes. A vape. Yes. It just was wrong timing. Bad timing for her to have that vape on her because of the Honestly, tensions. I just feel like it was a bad time to be in Russia, period, as an American. hmm Yeah. Because they was looking for, let American do anything. Bitch, you spit on the ground wrong, we're going to lock your ass up. And nobody's spoken to her. They don't have access to her. So is she alive? No. So when I heard she was... I mean, we don't know how true it is, but... That she was okay, but she going to have a good testimony if we can get sis back. Yeah, because she's facing up to 10 years, they're saying. They dragging this because she's a black woman. Because she's a black woman, she's an NBA, and she's American. Yes. Because I think if she was a black woman with no status, they probably would have slapped her on the wrist and let her go. This is this is real wicked, man, and nobody's like, we just, we don't have protections. We don't have protection. What about what about let's get into it the the Buffalo shooting of all those older black people. I think it was like one or two young black people, but most of them were elders. Six the the six were elderly black women. Yeah, and I feel like we aren't as black people aren't outraged enough, and white people are just not saying shit. I don't feel like you know how. People were so in uproar about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Like, it was more outrage about that than this. Absolutely. And that's scary. Yes. That's scary. I want to remind people that kind of around this time last year, March 16th to be exact, 2021, um, a white male entered an Asian spa and murdered seven Asian people. Okay. Yeah, that was awful. The bill was introduced by Senator Maisie um, Hirono. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. On March 23rd, just seven days after the shooting. And just like that, Biden signed an executive order to sign the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act into law on May 20th. Exactly 100 120 days of him being in the fucking office. This is what he does for the Asian community. I want to note now that the bill was also sponsored by all Democratic uh, representatives, right? Black and white. 
Mm-hmm. Last year, we did get the um, the anti-lynching bill, the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill. How long have we been trying to get something like that into play? And niggas is because niggas is still being lynched in 2022. Let's be clear. That's why we still need a anti-lynching bill in 2022 because we were being lynched then and we're still being lynched now. I know y'all heard about, especially in 2020, all these people hanging from trees and shit throughout the country. You had a black man who just got lynched by some co-workers. I think, was that in Buffalo? Where was that? I got to look that up. But I know they didn't charge the white guys. His wife dropped him off to go hunting with a group of white guys from his job. Well, one of the guys was from his job. It was the white guy from his job and his friends. Nine white men. This one black man. They found his body riddled with fucking bullets, mostly in the back. But they're trying to tell, they told uh, the police that he was the aggressor. It sounds like he was running away. It sounds like y'all was hunting him. Right. That's what, that's what is given. His wife said as soon as she dropped him off, she was trying to call his phone and he wasn't answering. 24 hours later, she's to go back and pick him up. He's dead. Damn, you have that black woman in Georgia scary. who got essentially lynched and killed by a group of friends. And you could tell by that picture. You, remember, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. At the slumber party? Yeah. So now we finally get an anti-lynching bill. That's only if they if it's lynched, like a group of white, like a hate crime type thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we're talking within within four months, the Asian community is able to put something set in stone that if you fuck with them, you're going to jail for up to 30 years. We don't have that. Now, right now, there's a petition out there for a black... Uh, a, a black hate bill. Um, and, oh, before I move on now, just right quick. They also got $50 million with this uh, anti-Asian hate bill. Who got it? The Asian community. The money goes to um, American, it's American Rescue Plan uh, for... Okay, it says Department of Health and Human Services is allocating $49.5 million from the American Rescue Plan to a new grant program for community-based, culturally specific services and programs for survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault who face additional barriers to services and safety. Um, and this is for Asian American, Native, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander communities only. Only. Mind you, all of these people exist in America because of our efforts with the civil rights movement. Everybody piggyback off any movement we've ever had. And, you know, before they had this Asian bill come up, they was asking us to jo- when when those Asians got murdered in, in, in Atlanta, they were asking the black community to join hands with the Asians because they in their time of need. Nobody fucking shows up for us. Oh, no, people do. Who? You don't, who? You don't feel like, I don't feel like The black people in black Congress, people. the our black representatives, why haven't they pushed? The Asian, the Asian woman came through and did what she was supposed to do for her community. But why mm-hmm. are our representatives not pushing for all of these years? Why don't we maybe have... Maybe some are, but maybe they're being, you know... Then we, we cut off and stop and it's some bullshit. held back. I'm not, I'm not giving them excuses because guess what? We're the government. We pay them. I'm not giving them no excuses. 
Now, yeah. also, I want to I want to also mention with this situation in Buffalo, that little boy had I think they said it was seventy eight pages or one hundred and seventy eight page uh, manifesto, right? And he he just mentioned Jewish people in his manifesto. And I want people to, to recognize that this happened. This just happened. Introduced on May 17th. The House passed. This resolution calls an elected off, um, calls on elected off officials, faith leaders, and civil society leaders to condemn anti-Semitism in all forms. It also calls for renewed efforts to combat anti-Semitism um, domestically, globally, global, globally, and online. So they're now coming with another bill that goes, that's going to get passed into law soon. Where's ours? Do you see what I'm saying? Those motherfuckers yeah. got mentioned in a manifesto and got that going. Yeah. We actually got killed in the grocery store. Right. Where's the outrage? T.I. Where T.I. at? And, you know, I, I also don't, I don't like these images because I don't want it to fuck with my psyche. I don't want to see it. Right. Well, it's too late. You didn't. I seen. It. I didn't. I didn't watch you that. Saw- I didn't. I watched. I saw what it, I realized what it was, and I cut it off. Because, it's energy harvesting. They want us to keep stay in this down state, right? To fuck our vibe up. We just can't let that stuff affect us in that way. But we gotta. We gotta figure something out as a people, man. Because, you know, there's always these arguments between the black community and the African community. Um, you know, people see how we we're divided because we're not the same people. When something happens to Asians in America, Asia come through for their people. When something happens to Black Americans, Black Americans in America, ain't nobody coming through for us. We on a fucking island by ourselves, literally Turtle Island, America. That's where we at. We by ourselves. Yeah. So now if we don't have black men in America and black women in America on one a fucking cord, we're doomed. We're doomed. I hope nobody else like a Kevin Samuels rises up because people could say, oh, yeah, good. He says some good stuff. Da da da. He says some bad stuff. Da da da. We don't need none of that shit. And we definitely don't need um, anybody showing our dirty laundry to other communities of people because Kevin Samuels is not the first of his kind. There were, but mm-hmm, go ahead. But see, that's where I, that's where I disagree because I feel like mm-hmm. if we don't talk, if we don't have these conversations, how are we gonna fix it? They don't, you know, they don't need to. Let me let me tell you the difference. What I was just about to say, Kevin Samuels isn't the first person to talk shit about women online, right? The only difference mm-hmm. is is that he put a description on a woman. Mm-hmm. You have a slew of white men who have these same platforms, right? But it's given who they're talking about. They never have to say white women because guess why? They don't go outside their race for real. But you got Mm -hmm. our men, black men, get up on a fucking platform and they specifically say black women. The white men don't do that. They don't single their women out. Even when they talking shit about them, they don't do that for the public to see. They still, you still would think that they're one. Yeah, but we're not one. That's what I'm saying. For a long time. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So as long as we don't, that's why we need to have these conversations with people who feel differently than we do. 
you know, who think differently than we do and why they feel this way and why are you so angry and why do you hate black women so much or why do I feel like you hate black, maybe you don't feel like you hate black women, but I feel like you hate black women based on the things you're saying. How can we have these open dialogues so we can understand each other? Because there is an issue. You know, there I don't is know these niggas issue. in real life, but they exist. And it's scary to me that there's a black woman out here having to deal with them. That's scary to me. It's a lot of black women having to deal with their monkey ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, girl, I, I, I don't know. I want to have more. Uh, I want to talk more about this type of stuff. But I want a black man on. Listen, at the end of the day, man, uh, we love black men. We don't hate y'all. We are. We just want to figure out how we can be better as a unit, as a people in this country. Therapy. Black women, we going to therapy. We have problems with our mamas too. But do I, mm-hmm. I I'm in these conversations. Like I know people I always be talking about Clubhouse, but that's where you can see these personalities the most. Mm-hmm. A nigga was complaining on Clubhouse about his mama because as a child, he wasn't able to touch the thermostat in the house. Y'all don't know what that could do to a boy as a man. What? Do you understand? And I said, wait a minute, let's unpack this. Do you understand why you couldn't touch the thermostat? Your mom, if you said your mom was a single parent, right? And then he said he actually gave his father an excuse why he wasn't there, right? But the person that stayed, the person that did mm-hmm. their best to take care of you, this is who you blame. And this is why you have problems with women as an adult, because you haven't forgiven your mama for whatever traumas you think she may have imposed on you. Just trying to do her best. She still showed right, up like every day. She's just trying to make sure the lights stay on. Exactly. Like, you be, you, you, better be lucky and happy you had a thermostat in your house because a lot of other black boys didn't grow up with one. And guess what? They appreciate their mamas, you fucking brat. Right. Imagine you hot. being mad because you couldn't adjust, because you couldn't be as comfortable as you wanted to be as a child. That's what it boils down to, comfortability. Mm-hmm. How old was this man? These are grown 35-year-old men, okay? And then you you run into all these women in, as, in your adulthood who, you know, they're trying to do their best for you too. But you harboring all these issues towards your black mama. How about y'all go to fucking therapy and stop blaming women for some shit? Let's try that. Yeah, I need to go back. My only issue when I was going to therapy is I just didn't feel like I was receiving anything. All I did was a whole bunch of unpacking and then just letting shit sit at the surface. And it was no tools. There are no tools to cope with the shit that you're having me unpack. The thing is, is that that's what, you know, you remember you was like, what's the work? What's the work? It's that, that shadow work is healing your inner child. Those things that you went through as a child that may be triggering in your life now, you have to realize that's not you no more. You know, you're not that child anymore. I get that, but I just felt like I'm just pulling all this shit to the forefront Mm -hmm. and now what? What are we doing with it? What is the, what is, what, you know, like, I'm just. But at least you can. Regurgitate. Not really regurgitate. Do you feel like the conversations you have with your therapist that you can you have those conversations with a friend? Yeah, I felt like I wasn't doing nothing that I wouldn't have done with my best friend. 
if the conversation you might arose. need to find a new therapist then because it yeah that's what I, and that's why mm-hmm. I, I felt like i needed to find someone who and it might be a spiritual a, maybe a spiritual uh more of a, a like a spiritual guider as opposed to like a just traditional therapist because we know what schools they go to and the school of thought mm-hmm. they come from it's some white person shit we we are mm-hmm. different we 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 need a different type of therapy as black people i believe yeah so it wasn't it wasn't given what it needed to give, honestly. Yeah. Honorable, let's get a nigga on here and have this uh this uh de- a deep you know dive. Who, uh, <laughs> you know who we need to have in here? And he's gonna ruffle some feathers, probably ours. What? John Jonathan. Girl, let me tell you, don't fucking play with me. <laughs> Jonathan is he really understands that the manosphere. And that ideology and how they think and maybe having a conversation with him could help. Well, the last conversation I had with him, he wanted to get the fuck off the phone with me because I just was playing with him. Like, he has so much trauma. He has so much trauma. He has a lot of trauma. We can have him on here. (laughs) But he has a lot of trauma. Who don't? I don't have trauma to the point to where I can't. I I just don't want to. Like, I just... It's a brick wall. Like, soon as I see that thing, brick wall. That's not how my trauma works. It's not a brick wall. Yeah, but but everybody ain't the same, you know? Yeah. But I, he be picking fights with us. We can have him on if y'all want to see a fucking fight. That's why it'd be interesting. A fucking fight. <laughs> if y'all, listen, if y'all want to fight, vote for Jonathan to come on because, <laughs> that, listen, we going to fight. I actually want to do that one in person so we can fucking fight, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be fighting men, y'all, in real life. Now you cut some fucking wigs up and shit. Now I might jump on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Uh, I don't know. But I don't know. That's it. I don't want to talk about this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it heavy hearted? Yeah, it's so heavy. Next week we talking about fucking and doing cartwheels. That's it. <laughs> I'm down for that. <laughs> hey, like we All definitely right. need a fun episode. I see, feel like shit was just too serious this whole damn year so far. Yeah, man. Oh, but no. it's like you want to have a fun episode, but it's like, are you gonna overlook all the real shit that's going on around you just to have fun? Next week we are. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Next week I don't give a fuck what happened. The episode just gonna be about <laughs> at the red light twerking on the head like hey, hey, hey. That's it. <laughs> All right, y'all. We about to get the fuck up out of here. Listen, if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in. And we appreciate y'all for tuning in. All our loyal listeners. Y'all tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all can follow me on Instagrams. Every place, I'm just AJ Holiday, okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all, it's official Tambam on Instagram. Y'all follow me. I love y'all. Come back and see us next week. We'll be right here, same place, same time. Y'all remember to speak now. And never, black women, never hold your motherfucking peace. I don't care what they say. Okay, it's a reason why we this way. Have a good day. Everybody. I'm rapping. Everybody. I'm rapping. You heard it? She a rapper. (laughs) Everybody never hold your peace. That's how we gonna get it together. (laughs) Bye y'all. Bye.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.